We are live once again. We are here. We are thankful. And we are inside of the Survival Toolbox Podcast. This is yours truly, Elder Richard Pittman Jr. And I'm so glad that you've come back to hear another word from God. Y'all, aren't y'all excited? I mean, I just, I feel something different about this year. I, 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 I believe that God really is going to do something crazy, something great for those that believe, that trust, and will follow his word in this year of 2022. I'm so, so happy that I have a chance to speak on what I believe and what I know is true, which is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are everlasting. The word is always true and that we have a chance at life and that more abundantly. Once again, this is the Survival Toolbox podcast, and I want to get into the word. Now, last podcast, I spoke about what God told me about 2022 and what would happen and, and, and what would uh, transpire as the year went on and what would uh, what we would see uh, in the news and in our day to day lives and, and what we would end up experiencing uh as a as a fault of what the year is going to bring us in 2022 and in preparation for this podcast the lord led me to another scripture that backs what he had me talking about last week but the scripture in part is telling of a story and this story is about david and in second samuel's chapter 5 is where you would find this particular story uh just a overview of what we're about to get into uh david has just been anointed and officially has been appointed as king of hebron a king of over israel god's anointed and appointed man and david is now 30 at the ripe young prime age of 30 he finally gets the kingship and really switches the the lineage from the house of Saul into the house of David to which we understand that Jesus came through. And so David is now picking up this mantle as king. And if anybody knows about his progression, we know that he was once a a shepherd. He made sure the bears and the lions did not come and eat the sheep. And he took care of his father's house, took care of his father. He also was a great musician. He knew he could play the harp really well. Even before Saul was dismissed as king, David used to play the harp to expel demons off of Saul, which goes to show that music is powerful. And that it can release you, it can relieve you, and it can be heavy on you. But David is 30 now. And something that I want to to, to think about, I only have one scripture to, to read before I get into the meat of what I want to say. But just to, before I get there, um, I want there to be an, an understanding of what it took for David to get where he is. David faced a lot of issues along the way in order to be king. We 
we love to celebrate the ending of a story, but it's not the ending of the story. And not, not, not saying that him becoming king is in the story, but usually people have a goal, and that's, you know, the quote-unquote end of the story. Once I reach my goal, yay, I won. But it was in him having to take down Goliath. It was in him having to defend the sheep from the bears and the lions. It was in him having to go to the palace where God promised he'd be, that he'd be king of, and sitting and watching somebody else in his seat, eventual seat. It was him playing the harp. It was him marrying Saul's daughter after killing Goliath. And in the same respect, Saul turning on David and trying to kill him. When David had no ill will towards Saul. These are some of the things, the ups and the downs that people go through in order to get to their goals. And I don't want my listeners to to think that life in and of itself presents us a straight linear path to where we want to be. Because the linear path that you're thinking about comes with ups, downs, detours, back up, turn around jump up here, leap over there. There's roots and different sections of work that we have to go through in order to get to the goals that we ask God about. See, the the Bible tries to inform us. It it tries to tell us let let God and the word be a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path. Not to be stuck where we are. And nothing is promised. The Bible says nothing is, tomorrow's not even promised. So with the uncertainty from day to day, somehow we built up this, this want to have some kind of control over our future and our destiny. And this is where God comes into play and leaning on him. And the the verses become more pertinent and, and the verses become more important when we think about how it tells us a mind that stayed on Jesus is held and it's kept in perfect peace. Because it, it, it is wild to try to figure out your entire life in a day's time, knowing that tomorrow's not promised. No man knows the time nor the hours. What the Bible says, we don't know. We just don't know. But yet we have goals and we have dreams, and there's nothing wrong with that. Dream away. Write down your goals. Write it down and make it plain. But without God directing your life, you are haphazardly going about it the wrong way and I stand firm on that and I'll contend with that now that all that is said and we know that 2022 is going to be an awesome year a great year that there will be many 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 celebratory moments for many people I want to get in to this story. And so 2 Samuel chapter 5, 2 Samuel, not Samuel's, but 2 Samuel chapter 5, 
uh, and the 10th verse says, and David went on and grew great and the Lord God of hosts was with him. That's all I want to read. Because I think sometimes we get so caught up in what we want. That we forget. The next best thing to having whatever it is you want. Whether it's money, a job, a house, a car, health, relationship built, family put together, wanting to, you know, complete uh, 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 certain goals in your life. You want to know what's better than actually having those things? Having the God that owns it all. It's different. When you can walk into the bank, open up a bank account, put your money in. Juxtaposed to the point of when you know the owner of the bank. And by first name at that. Let me just bring it down. When you go to a party. Any kind of party. When you walk to the front door and they want a certain cover fee, you paid to get inside. It's different when you know the one who's running the party. Because then you walk up like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in front of the whole line and I'm not paying anything and I'm getting VIP. That's what God does for us. And in this year of 2022, we cannot be ignorant of the fact that we need God to be with us. Just like the Bible just said in 2 Samuel chapter 5 and verse 10. God was with David. You have the song that says, walk with me, Lord, that you want God to walk with you. You, you don't want God to be off somewhere or really God don't leave us. We leave God. So you don't want to walk off from his direction and his timing and his pace. So what's important about this scripture? I believe I've I've spoken enough. About the preliminary things. So what's so important about this scripture? There's two instances that I would like to talk about. And going back to what I said on the last podcast about how it's going to take faith in order to success successfully handle what the Lord is going to give you in this year. It's going to take faith, which means you're going to have to build a relationship with God to understand how he speaks to you. How you can interpret what he says to you. Because God's not here to speak to you in riddles. He wants to tell you straight up what you need to do. But you have to be willing to have an open eye and an open ear and an open heart to what he's telling you. And so in these two instances in 2 Samuel chapter 5. We find that God. Has one goal for David and it's for him to win. And God has one goal for you in this year and it's to win. But he has different strategies in order for you to get the victory. Let me talk about it. So beginning around the 17th verse, you begin to see that the Philistines catch wind of David becoming the king of Hebron, essentially the king of Israel. He's stationed in, he in Hebron, but he's the king of Israel. And so the Philistines thinking that, OK, this is a new king, probably doesn't know what he's doing. Let's go and take that kingdom. Because he's inexperienced. He doesn't know how to handle us. 
David, number one, after David found out that the Philistines were coming to attack, did, I feel, did the most important thing you can do. When you have things that need to be handled, when you when you feel some doubt in your spirit, the first thing you need to do is go to the Lord in prayer. Get your instruction. Just like you'd run to YouTube, just like you run to your boss, just like you'd run to somebody that knows the subject matter that you need. Why not run to God, the creator of all things? The epitome the apex of all things, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the A and the Z, all of it. In which, once again, last week I, I told y'all that there'll be some that will listen and those that don't, they'll enter in a situation saying, oh, this looks familiar. It looks similar. So I know what to do. Not understanding what's going on. Let me not jump ahead. So in the first instance, the Philistines uh, meet David. And I have the scripture open right here. Uh, they meet David. Excuse me, I'm, I'm trying to find the valley name. Uh, but they meet David in the valley of Rephraim. And it's it's important. That you mark where your battles are. It's important. I only make note of the Valley of Rephraim because you have to make note of where you struggled. Because then that's a testimony that uplifts you in times going forward. We don't want to forget the victories God gives us, even if it's small. Like if you were driving on the highway and your car began to slide and it corrected itself and you were able to drive on home and be safe, that's a, it, oh, you know, it's something quick and passing, but that's a victory. If, you know, it's 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 the minor things. If you got an overcharge fee on your bank account and you call and they took it off, that's a minor victory, but that is a way the Lord will begin to show you favor in your life. And I'm not trying to make things too deep, but that's what God does. He'll help you in the little things. Because when you be begin to believe, the Bible says, if you are faithful over the small things, he will make you ruler over the many. So in the Valley of Rephraim, the Philistines waited for David to come down. And the Lord told David, go up. Just go, go to him and go fight him. All right, simple. The Lord said, go and go fight him. So once again, the most important thing, go to God in prayer. The second thing David did, David waited and listened for God's instruction. David waited and listened for God's instructions. Put all this in your toolbox. Go to God in prayer, wait and listen and some of these tools that you have in your toolbox by now may be even more repetitive. We're just going to make them stronger now. Wait and listen. If you wait on the Lord, Isaiah says, he will renew your strength. In whatever field, whatever matter it may be inside of, he will renew your strength. 
but you have to go to him. You have to wait on him. And after you wait, you'll know what to do because he'll tell you. Whether it be in a book, be in the Bible, whether God tells you audibly. I told you last week, God wants to speak to everyone, but you have to have the faith to know and to believe that he can speak to you. That's up. That's totally up to you. But David waited and he listened. And God said, go fight him. And then before he went. Before, because mind you, a battle had to had to happen. The Lord told David, you're going you're going to win. Excuse me. You're going to win. And in the victory, it is another moment and chance for the Lord to show you that you are his chosen, that you are his favorite. So David beat the Philistines and went on about the way, even burnt up the, the graven images that weren't of God, burnt it all up and got them out of there and beat them, got the victory. Now, this is this is the important part of the story. The Philistines went back, regrouped, replanned, re-strategized and came back again to fight David. David went through the same process, went to the Lord in prayer, waited and listened. But see, this is where we have a lot of issues. Because it's the same opponent, maybe in the same field or realm that we're used to, we feel like we know how to handle it. If David would have said, oh, I beat y'all last time, I'm just going to come down and get y'all again. Don't you think that the Philistines were prepared for a one-on-one -on -one battle, for a, a head-up battle? So when David went to prayer this time, the Lord said, don't go head up with them actually don't do that this time because once again god is god of everything he knows all plans so even when it doesn't make sense to you god knows all things and the majority of the time the lord's protecting you from what you cannot see it is not our job to know everything it is our job to have faith in him and so David inquired of the Lord and the Lord said, this time, I want you to go wait by the trees. And then when you see them, sneak up behind them and you'll get the victory. Remember, the whole bottom line of this entire story is that David would get the victory, but their stipulations. David had to have faith, just like he had faith that God would promote him to be king of Israel, that he had to have faith that God would talk to him and give them the correct instructions, because that's another step in faith, is not only hearing God, but believing that what you heard is true and acting on those words. And then David had to listen to those words and understand that just because God told me, now I have to go live it, which is another step, because you can hear it, understand it, and then not go do it. You have to be willing to go do it. And it's not going to be as pretty and as quick as we can read it on paper. Life doesn't work like that. Your battle may last a couple of months. Your battle may last a whole year. But if God said you're going to get the victory, you know you have the victory. That's it. It's done. No matter how long it may last, you have the victory.
So David followed the instructions the second time around for a situation that already presented itself a while back. And he didn't accept the fact that because it's just the Philistines that I know what I'm doing. And I've already beaten y'all and I've been here before, but he went to God in prayer. And I just want to help somebody. I want to tell somebody, do not negate what God is doing for you because he's doing something brand new. He's doing something greater for you. And you will end up negating the blessings of God because it'll look like the same thing you've already dealt with. It will look like the same thing you've already conquered. And it'll be something twist up and different. And you won't see it until it's too late. And the Lord's trying to steer you away from danger, steer you away from disappointment so to where you're saying, well, oh, man, God failed me or God didn't hear me or God's not listening to where if you would have listened to God, you would have avoided all that in the first place. That's what God's trying to do for his children in 2022. God is simply just fed up with folks saying God doesn't hear me. Or there's just a certain level that God won't let me get past. He wants to bless you on a level you're not even used to, that you're uncomfortable with. But you have to be willing to listen. Because on that uncomfortable level of blessing is where all your dreams are. Your dream family. Your dream lifestyle. The dream job or the dream income. Your dream travel. The dream friend group of, of solid people you want around you that are very influential. The, all the things that you want are on a level you're not used to. Because as you grow up, you have to learn and adapt. David was smart. He understood. And, and really, this is David's entire life. Anytime David was in trouble. David knew how to stop and go implore the Lord about what to do next. Every single time the Lord helped David because he went to him in prayer. There is nothing in this year that if you go to God in prayer for that he will not help you to achieve. Now, mind you, the battles that we're going to have to fight are simply battles that were already predestined to make us stronger, to make us wiser, to make us more knowledgeable. Those are the very things that the Lord are, is trying to use. The, the moments we don't want to fight, the moments we don't want to war, the moments we don't want to have any battles. The Lord is trying to get us to understand that it's in the battle. It's in the war that I can teach you wisdom. Because when I give it to you, you have to use it immediately. It's one thing of if he just tells you how to do something out of context. But when you're in it and you have to use it in context, you remember. Because you think back, I remember that one year where I had to sit and I had to fast and I had to pray because I had a situation going on. And the Lord told me, you remember. This year is set up to break every single mold you're used to. And I was going to talk about the ending of last year. But I, I want to give that more time and I want to get more in depth, but I'll give just a little snippet. The last year was an really a, 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 a 
how can I put this? It, it was it was a year that was successfully exhausting. That yes, there were successes. But because of how the year went, it was it was it was exhausting. It was tiring. I lost family members. I lost friends. People I knew I grew up with. God blessed. I mean, blessed on a level that I didn't think he would. And he he, he blessed. Got to spend a a, a a bunch of time with my with my wife and we were able to do some great things, some fun things together. But it was exhausting at times. And the reality of last year for, for me and my family is that December is when the word I gave in January came into fruition. And so now here we are in 2022 and the Lord already has given provision, already has begun to bless, already has given me confirmation on what I've said. And you can even look at the news. And I and I dated when the Lord told me. So I'm not I didn't just pick it up and let me get a couple days into the year and see what's going on. And I'll say something now. Written last year. To be proven in this year, the Lord's about to do something dynamic. But it's going to take you having faith to understand that the strategies he's going to give you are not going to be the strategies that you are going to come up with. It's not for your brain to think out. It's for God to think out. It's not for you to stress about. It's for God to handle it. And you'll set yourself back thinking that what you know is all you need to know. It is funny that we talk about David and the Lord for this year gave me a scripture about his son, Solomon. And you, we all know what that is. Lord, give me wisdom and knowledge. These are your people, but I need wisdom and knowledge. And in this year, we need wisdom and knowledge. I'd rather know how to do it than somebody just give me the result of knowing how to do it. So, yeah, you can give me a dollar, but if I know how to go make a dollar, I can keep making it on my own. And that's what this year is about. The Lord's trying to give you what you need. But he's trying to give you the steps and the process behind it so nobody can take it from you. It's all yours. A perpetual blessing that keeps giving back because you know how to work it. You know how to do it. Nobody can tell you different. So as we close out this podcast, I want to make sure I want to make sure you understand that this year you are the answer. You are the answer to the issues and the problems that you have and that God's trying to bless you. So 
He's trying to bless you in a way that you don't, you wouldn't comprehend. Folks around you wouldn't understand. He's trying to give it to you in a way that no one can ever take it away. But if you're not faithful enough to understand that at every step of the way, you have to stop and reverence God and say, Lord, now what? I got this far, but now what? I'm doing this, but now what? I need your help on this, so now what do I do? You have to be willing, a willing vessel. But it's there for you. It, it is there for you. It is there for the taking. It is there for those who want it. The blessing of the Lord's make it with and add it no sorrow. This is that year. God's willing, y'all, I mean, even today, the Lord is blessed, and I'm so happy. I am extremely happy. So I implore you, get into your word this year. Begin to, to ask God to speak to you. The Bible says, I stand at the door and I knock. He who or she who opens the door. I will sup with them and they with me. Have a conversation with him. He loves you. And let's take this journey together. Let's keep adding to our toolbox. And go ahead and tell your neighbor. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's what you've been praying for. In Jesus' name, y'all be blessed. See you next time.